All right, we here. We back. You can't make this up. Podcast, Kev Nash, DJ Killer Kev, Young Rona in the building. <laughs> Young Rona, episode two hundred eight, two hundred and eight. Well, fellas, it's still summer and uh, Dizzle still out here DJing gigs without a mask on. What's, what's the problem, man? What's the problem? Yeah, he's still dog? in these streets. Look, man, this shit is tough. I ain't even going front like I thought it was just going to be, uh, I thought it was going to be easy just keep the mask on. Once you get into the groove and get into the mix and shit, the shit just come off, man. Nobody, nah, man. Yeah, you, don't, you don't got that problem? <laughs> Not at all. Only time nah. I take it off is when I'm sipping the beer. <laughs> Bruh. I put it. I, I I pull it down. I sip the beer. I put it right back. Anytime you see somebody walking up, me and the wife look like Joe Clark. Like cold red, cold red. <laughs> somebody, walking, somebody walking to the table. We get your mask on. So that's how I've been living. Yeah. Well, it's like man, the, the gigs I've been doing have been like. It's like a reunion every time. The last two gigs were just folks from high school. So we already dapping folks up, giving them the fist fist bump. About an hour in, we dr- taking shots. It's just, bro. After <laughs> so about an hour, the mask is basically off. So I'm like, fuck it. I will say this: my my last two gigs have been light as far as people following the rules. My next two, I have a little concern with because the next one, the, the, these are people I don't know, but the next one seems like she had trying to have a party. Like she got people coming. It seemed like. Yeah, and then the one I got Labor Day is some friends that I know probably gonna try to turn up, but still, I'm future out here, mask on, mask on. Nobody had on a mask. Like, all right, the first gig, people had everybody had on a mask coming in, sitting down, everybody had it on, and then eventually they took them off. This gig, nobody (laughs) had a mask with them. They didn't show up. uh, Maybe five people. And I know y'all seen the footage. Yeah. Niggas was in a huddle. They was doing... All right, so I've never... They look like 112 doing the dances and shit. <laughs> so I don't know. I've never played this little game, but it's some type of drinking game to this song from ACDC. Thunderstruck. Called Thunderstruck. I've never I knew, seen bro. it. I already knew. That's my shit. I, I, um, play that, I play that twice a year. Bruh, never <laughs> ever seen it, never played it. Everybody got in a big ass circle. That's a uh, hell of a Rona circle. I was not in that bitch. Ah, uh, 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 <laughs> but at this point, it is what it is, man. Because if I would have started feeling showing symptoms from the first gig, I would have already started feeling it. So we gonna go on you another. Doctor, you Doctor Gramps out here. Shit, you know, <laughs> I was looking up some of the symptoms and when I should be feeling it, and I haven't felt anything. So I'm gonna be on on watch, quarantine watch for the next two weeks because of this last gig. <laughs> you just got off quarantine. <laughs> hey, you gotta get to the bag, man. At least I'm getting paid for it. If I'm gonna catch it, at least I got something out of it. <laughs> you know, you can pass COVID to your dogs too, right? It, at this point, shit, if that's what it is, man, that's what it is. I can't do nothing <laughs> about that. What am I supposed to test them? How do, they, how do I know to test them for the Rona? I'm just saying, man, you got to be careful out here, brother. We want nothing but safety for you, bro. Nothing but safety. You out here dapping people up, man. Unfortunately. Drink <laughs> a lot. Be safe, brother. Be I safe. Know, because yeah. 
you know, obviously last week uh, we took the week off. I went home to Cleveland. First time seeing my mom, my grandmother, the in-laws, the sister, my the dad. Stick. So it, it, it worked. It worked. Good, good, yeah, man. Good. So uh, we get up to the city on Thursday and we FaceTime my mom or whatever. And she like looking like kind of confused. And she like started breaking up. So I was like, just come outside. Like, no. So I tell her, uh, did you get a package? So she come outside and she like, where the hell y'all come from? She ran upstairs when they grabbed the mask. So I didn't even give my mom a hug for three days. Damn. I never I never got it. I six feet of my mom and you out here dapping people up. This is my own mama, man. All right, so, mama. So at what point do we start hugging and dapping again? And that's a real question because this like not in twenty lines, not in twenty twenty. <laughs> that's a for sure, for sure. Shit, right? Not maybe not till the spring. I kiss my mom high and by on the cheek every time I see her. I haven't done that shit since February. Damn. And I go over there at least once a week, but I still, I'm over there, but like she at the table and I'm like on the island across the way, like 10 feet away, chopping it up with her. Like I, I didn't go into my mom's crib. We was Damn. outside. We hung out with my mom's for about two hours. Then we ran over my grandmother's house uh, on her balcony. I called her out. She didn't believe I came home. We hung out with her for like a half hour. Then went to my dad my stepmom's house. We hung out with them on the patio for like an hour. Then uh, we went to my nephew's uh, baseball game. Nobody had a mask on out there. Just me, the wife, sister-in-law, and in-laws had a mask on. Like everybody out there, no mask. I'm just like, this shit ain't never gonna go in nowhere, dog. Cause motherfuckers will not mask up. It wasn't even that hot, too. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Last week it was like low 80s. It'd be different. Like if shit was in 95 with 100% humidity. It wasn't even that hot. Motherfuckers just like no mask. And it wasn't even like, all right, they ain't got no mask because it's hot outside. Like they ain't even have it at all. And <laughs> they went to like a little ice cream place for the last game of the season. And motherfuckers was out there, no mask. I'm like, nigga, uh-uh. I'm in the car. <laughs> Lights on as I walk. <laughs> See, I, I ain't even eat, man. I didn't eat because usually when I'm doing the gigs, I'm one of the last folks to get a plate. I wait till it kind of clear out, wait till folks are sitting, and then I go ahead and grab my food. But since nobody had on a mask, and then the people serving the food, even the workers there, they had the mask, but they had it, like, on their chin. So I'm like, oh. y'all got it. Y'all not even y'all not even following it. no type of protocol. Right. They so, just wait for somebody to walk in. That <laughs> yeah, right. you know, they're trying to do one of those numbers. So, so yeah. I was I was hungry for the day. But yo, <laughs> at, so, at yo, least I, get one of them shield things, bro. Nah, if I ain't wearing a mask, I ain't getting a shield, man. <laughs> yeah, at least the shield ain't like covering up your face, like you know what I'm saying. Like it is it, blocking something. Got me I out there with a visor on. I seen somebody with a shield and a mask on. I was like, yo, I like your style. It's probably my mom. My mom got the whole thing. She looked like a beekeeper. She had one of them big-ass hats, <laughs> big-ass visor with the mask. I said, you look crazy. She said, I'm safe. Yeah. I ain't mad at you, but she has you looking wild out here. But, Killer, I got a question for you, man, because I had an experience at this gig. Uh -oh. Can you recall... Your a gig where you messed up, like the worst mess up you've ever had. So, 
I have like a true blue phobia when I do weddings of getting through the ceremony and getting through the first dance because <laughs> <laughs> about my second year during the first dance, something got unplugged and it was like, Bruh. cut it out. Right. And I, in my, in my mind, it was like, it's now the second dance. Like it can never be the first dance again. So like I fucked that up. So like since so it that was moment, it was your fault. Something got unplugged. Or... Well, it was like something I was plugged in like a long ways away, and somebody it wasn't my fault. Somebody like else was trying to plug something else in and thought they could just unplug that cord. Oh. So they um they unplugged the whole shit. So it was on them, but it's still. Everybody I'm looking the, at you. Yeah, I'm the person that did it. Like, I ain't do it. Like, follow the cord. <laughs> follow the cord. Like, so, but since that moment, though, for like the last 10 years, I literally get like butterflies in my stomach during that part. And I don't touch yeah. nothing. I don't move. Like, can't nobody talk to me. You can't ask me shit. Like, that's. Just moment, wait a second. <laughs> yeah, I need, I need my three and a half minutes, please, because I got to get through this. But like, that's the worst that happened to me was a, somebody else cut off. I, I haven't had, but since then, I had the phobia or the worry of something ruining the ceremony, something ruining the first dance. Once those two things happen, I don't really care if something happened. I can laugh them off or, or get through it. But just those moments that are just time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so let me, or one more question. When you do the, <laughs> when you do the introductions, like, Bringing them into the reception, right? Yeah. Do they usually have one song, or each couple come in and got their own jingle? I've done both. I, I, more times than not, it's been each couple want their own turn up because they want to all have their own funny. Got you. Okay. But, but I, I, if they ask me, like if I, so this is what I do, Dizzle. I sit down with my couples like five, six weeks out, and I explain to them a normal night. And I include the things that I kind of don't like to do in that conversation. Like, like I prefer to have a song for everybody to come out to. You know, it's easier on me having yeah. to say names and switch songs and cut it off and fade out and watch where they're going and, you know, all that. So I, I You prefer like that? I tell them that I prefer not to do that. Got you. I was about to say. Okay. I prefer to have I prefer to have one song and just be able to shout the names out. Off exactly. And, and, and then maybe and, switch it for the bride and groom. That's not oh, a big deal. Always, always, always. They have their own moment for sure. But yeah. like the weddings where it's six where it's six couples and you got six songs and then you don't know you only know one person out of the twelve or zero in the whole wedding party. <laughs> and for the names you had to ask how to pronounce it beforehand anyway. So it's like it'd be a lot of shit going on, and then they yes. expect you to they expect you to ace the test. You know. What I'm saying? So all right, that makes you feel a little better, nigga. <laughs> all right, so look, you you literally, you literally explained it. All right, so they wanted it's it's six couples and then the bride and groom, right? So, um, they wanted a, a song for each couple. That's fine. So the night before, I got my, I'm getting my folders together. I'm labeling shit, yeah. and I'm labeling it song one shots, song two, Bruno Mars. Like I'm doing it oh, that way. So that way I can just read the list and just play the song in that order. You got before you get too before you get too far, and I forget what I do. I take the time to label. You know, Meek Mill. I'm a boss. I put Carol and Steve. I put their names. <laughs> next to the song so that way when i have it in the crate that i created just for that moment 
When yeah. I load that song up, I get one more peek at the name before I gotta go live with it. So that's how I do it. I think <sighs> I put their names next to the next to the next to the uh, song title and then next to the song. Delete that shit out so it ain't there next time I load it up. But so this is my first go around with doing a, a, a different song per couple. So I thought I had the juice. I had my list. I had my list, and I had it labeled. So right before introductions, the mom comes over and gives me a different list. So my numbers are all fucked up, now. and I don't know. I don't know the name and the face. So yeah. I'm like, fuck. And not only does she give me a different list in the wrong order, she says, "Read it from the bottom up." Oh, what? My, you feel me? Fuck, they always uh, fuck that up. Read right they, to left. No, no, I, <laughs> from problem. the bottom. Read the list from the bottom up. I'm like, I know, but I'm saying that's like reading from right uh, to left. Yeah, bruh. The thing I hate about that is, and I, I've gotten to the point now where I be bogging enough to say it to him. Like, this is y'all first one. This is my two hundred. Y'all should have got with me. <laughs> on how to do this because they always forget and they'll write it in order and they'll have the best man first but then they want the best man and them last or they put the flower girls up before the bride and groom but they wanted them like it and then they give it to you like you gotta put one and one and two and two and three and three and four and four Bruh. that's why I make them when they do that I hand it right, right back to them and be like give it to me back <laughs> in the order that you needed me to say it and I'll be ready to go and we'll play this jazz until you ready like that's they, how they literally <laughs> They was like, okay, we're ready. Here's the list. Now read it from, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I said, I said she gave me a different list. She was like, no, this is fine. Just read it from the bottom up and make sure the bride and groom are last. So my thing is, I got the first couple. I don't know how, but I got the first couple <laughs> right. First, first couple couples. You know, the first few people had the right song, the right name. Next, next thing I know, I'm reading off a, a name and I played the correct song, but it was in the wrong order. And my thing is, if I call your name and play your song, just come out, bruh. It yes. don't matter if you third or fourth, nigga, just come on. <laughs> right. So I called the, I guess I called the wrong order. The mom comes up and it's like, no, 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 stop, stop, stop. So I had to cut the track. Everybody looking. Don't stop she, the music. Ever bro, stop the music. She stopped me. She stopped me. And, and, and literally was like, no, 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 right here. Read this, read this. I'm like, okay. And I had to tell a little joke. I'm like, my mom dropped me on my head, y'all. I told y'all, you got to bear with me. So they, <laughs> so they was laughing. And then I, I played the track. Them come out. The next people, I fucked it up again. Somebody else came up, was like, no, not yet. I'm like, all right, y'all, y'all, y'all doing the most. And then at, the, at, at that point, they just, gotta, they just came out, man. You got to always remember that they there to party. And then they expect you to be there to be the ringleader, but you kind of there to just play music. But they put a lot on the DJ, so that's Man. why when they come with me with a, with a with a remix, oh, when they try to rush me along, like we're ready. Nope, y'all not ready yet. And I'll take the microphone. I'll put on some, you know, fifteen minute. We are we are one, you know, <laughs> something. something. And, and and I go walk back there with their asses, and we gonna go over this list because they ain't about to have yeah. me looking stupid. So they had me out here looking stupid, man. Yeah, they will. They'll throw it on you quick, and then expect you. And then the mom don't realize you playing six songs in their mind. You just hitting play. You just saying names and smiling. Literally, and fun with them. Respect the DJ, yeah, bro. This yeah, was man. definitely the most nerve wracking because <laughs> it was six different songs. I gotta make sure I got the right one queued up. Make sure I'm saying the right exactly. name. Make sure I'm still live and hype. While you they coming out, I'm loading up the next song. Exactly. It was gotta, a lot. You can't take the four seconds it takes to 
Go through your list, load the song, make sure you on left and right, make sure the volume right. You can't do that silent. You have to do that while everybody clapping in the next vibe. Exactly. Keeping the energy up and like that, that's why I take that moment to put the names in. I try to I'm make gonna, it. I'm to gonna where, do that now. <laughs> to, to where no matter what, if they change the vibe, cool. This song, Stacy and Soul So better come out because that's what I'm playing next. So whatever name I have next to the song, that's who coming. So if you want to say Put them here, or we just drag that song up, and I can rearrange my order. But I, I grab the lady, yeah. whoever I pull them over. Just the order is gonna happen. Then y'all ready? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> that's like when it's out of control like that. That's what I do. I, I'll take Man. the moment to to take my two minutes to disturb her because it didn't happen right at you know the, the the hand going up when they wanted it to. But we gonna make sure it's clean. So. <laughs> yeah, man, that night was That's crazy. I, I ended up leaving my fucking speaker there. Had to go back up there the next morning. Wow, one of those. It was nights, a Friday man. wedding. It was a Friday wedding. So yeah, you went ahead. Almost had last to, hour. I almost had to hem somebody up because they didn't pay me on the spot. Man, it was just it was one of those. Man. Whoa, 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 whoa! Rewind. What's the yeah. problem with the payment? Payment? No money? Bruh. So we get towards the end of the gig. I'm starting to wrap things up. Usually somebody would have already did their due diligence and just came up and paid me. I shouldn't have to ask you to pay me. You know, you've paid the venue. You paid the caterers. The <laughs> DJ shouldn't be no different. I shouldn't have to come up to you and ask. So I'm getting towards the end. So I don't see the bride or groom. I don't see the parents that I've been speaking with. So I'll go ahead and call them. I call the bride. She come out was like, oh, they haven't paid you yet? No, nigga, you know they haven't paid me. Ain't nobody can you <laughs> no money. So she's like, okay, okay, we'll, we'll handle it. I'm going to go grab my husband and yada, yada, yada. All right, I'm still loading up. I'm damn near done just sitting here waiting on them now. So they come back out and was like, it's, four, it's 400, right? I'm like, okay, yeah, solid. And then um, she said, we don't have cash. I said, that's fine. I got cash out. I got PayPal. <laughs> if you got a card, I can send you the PayPal invoice. We solid. So I sent her the invoice, and she acting like she ain't receiving it yet. So I'm thinking, okay, I'm not even tripping. My pride to this point is like, I don't give a fuck. Get him, Keller. If you don't, if you don't pay me now, I got you under contract. Like we can get lawyer. I'm gonna get a lawyer involved and just bite the bullet on that payment. I'm gonna spend my payment money on a lawyer for you to pay me. Smokey. Right. So at that point, I was just ready to go. I was tired. I was still kind of screwed over because of the fucking intros. I've been th- I was thinking about that the whole night. So I end up leaving. I figured out I fucking left my speaker there and they didn't pay me. But they ended up paying me later that night. So that, that was solid. And then the venue called me in the morning. So it was just a wild night, man. Hell of what's, an investment, sir. Oh, okay. I'm gonna need... What's that, what's that called? A square? Yeah, so everything I do is through square. So... I invoice everybody, and I have conversations with them about payment. I make sure that's front and, you know, as much as they want to tell me about the order of, of the timeline, we going my timeline includes that too. So I make sure we discuss that. I make sure I prefer to get paid before the start of the event. Mm. And worst case scenario, I don't be a stickler, and I don't, you know, I'm not an asshole. But before we get to wobbling, like, like before dinner transitions into the party, and I haven't got paid yet, there's gonna be a conversation like. So who's my point of contact for payment that you're supposed yeah. to knock out? So, so I make sure that happens. So then when they come with the, do you accept cards? Anyway, you ready to pay me? You come over here, <laughs> and let me know. 
and we'll knock it out. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to so, get one of those. But the square I like about the square is when you do the invoicing, um, I attach my contract. I attach a lot like a little wedding form that I send out with every every time they give me a deposit for a date. They that they get a contract and a wedding form in return, and that wedding form list gives them a space to list all the special songs for me, so that way I can have it have it ready to go game day. If they're gonna have names, give them a space to put names, all that. Jazz. I made like a little word document, and then um, a part of, a part of the little comment, you know, you can pay the invoice if you like, but I prefer cash or cash app, so that gives me a little hope that you know, yeah. if I if I want just the cash, I can go I can go that route. And then um, a week prior, the Square app, a week prior to the date, it automatically sends them a reminder invoice. So they get that invoice like they would get everybody else's invoices, like you just said, all the vendors. Mm-hmm. They, get, they get one from me a week out, like payment due in seven days. You know, make sure you knock that out this week. And then if it gets to the game day, that's when I, you know, we don't get to partying until, until the pay. Because... You have to go through that. That I've gone through these roads and these and these feelings you're going through. Hell Twelve yeah. years in the game, so <laughs> I, I I got to a point in year six and year five and year whatever where I'm like, I'm I've had enough. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting more square in my business. I'm not about to get out here like these promoters and be out here at four thirty while the kitchen getting cleaned up waiting to get my hundred and fifty. Like I, I'm just done with that life. So that's why I like I'm gonna make sure my shit is is if if. It's been times, bro. They like we ready, cool. Mm. And I'm sitting back, like y'all know what the stipulation was. Give me the rest of the bread, and we about to have a ball, right? <laughs> until, then, <laughs> until then, I'm sitting my ass right here until that happens. So, so Keller, when, that, yeah. When was the time where you know I'm sure you were on that wave where you don't want to ruffle any feathers? You know, this is their special day. I'll, I'll just wait. I'll be a nice guy. What was the tipping point? When was the last time you said, you know what, fuck this. I need my money and I need my money now. <laughs> Those, I, I, I think it just comes down to like when you go through like, let's say it's been like three of those in a, in a span or you had a few of those and it's like, I'm not never doing this shit again. So like the next booking after having one of those bad nights, I literally cold turkey, went home like Sunday morning and got everything typed up, went ahead and just made it all to where now I even have it where if someone sends me an inquiry, I can go to my notes and just change the date they're asking about and everything else is just mm-hmm. by a copy and paste. And it's a paragraph about me. It's a paragraph about what I do. It's a pricing sheet. I just went ahead and cleaned everything up to where I just got, it wasn't necessarily like a gig, but it was just, I reached a, a point where I was serious about wanting to do this DJ shit outside of the club. And I was seeing that the promoters, or you know, two hundred dollars from a promoter was you was pretty much maxed out at that in Dayton when I was doing clubs. You know, if you was getting more than two hundred, you was Ron Hunter, and you had a portion of the door too, probably. You know, Ron, Ron got his hands in the speakers, the door, the the the, the strippers, you you name it. Yeah, <laughs> Ron, Ron do it all. But like for me, my max was about two hundred, and then when I started having a two hundred dollar Friday night club night. And then a Saturday wedding where I was getting six. I'm like, fuck this. I'm about to just start getting these sixes and, and, and let these twos go. So the clubs didn't become more as important for me. So when I transitioned kind of in that regard is when I was like, I'm not getting to the club nights. I done had nights where slow night. Hey, bro, we only made 70 at the bar. Hey, 
I spent seventy at the bar. Let me get let me get that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so so I done had those nights enough to where it's just no more. Like I make yeah. sure. I make sure they know up front that we're going to handle business like you would handle the, the, the photographer, the pastor, the venue. I'm right. right on that list. I'm right on that list. I'm not, I'm not the cousin that just came and hooked you up. Like, we, we handle business, too. So. Why y'all think that is, though? Uh, that because DJ alcohol. Is just, like, it's always the DJ that always got to be the guy getting the short end of the stick with the money, with everything, like, why is it that way? That I don't know, man. Just just my two cents. I think it comes down to people people go out like cuz I was that person. I spent the first half of my 20s going out and seeing Skano in the club, seeing OPZ in the club, seeing uh Black Rob in the club, seeing uh uh Divine, uh Chaos, I seen him in the club and just n- not even giving two shits who the DJ was. Never really even noticing who he was. I had to go back into my thoughts and remember who he was. But at the time, I'm there for the bitches. I'm there for the drinks. I ain't, I ain't give two shits about the DJ. So I think people just associate a good time and a good party. You know, the alcohol be involved. And more times than not, unless you friends with the DJ, like, you there to mingle with your people. Right. And you, ex- and you expect a good time. You, uh, you, you're there to, like, man, you, dude better be cool. Dude better be rocking. Because... <clears throat> Because if he I'm ain't, right. you notice like when a when the Bruh. DJ is cool, yeah. you don't really notice. If a DJ is great, you're like, oh, he was killing it. But if he's terrible, oh, it stands oh. out like a sore thumb. Everybody I would say the DJ is most important out of everything we named. Photographer, motherfucking yeah. the, the food. If the food was trash, that's only going to take you 20 minutes. The DJ right. is spinning for five, six hours. Exactly. And, they like, and that's the thing. Like I try to take the time to make cocktail hour dope like i try to make sure i put a couple gems in there where you there with your lady like oh we get home tonight we turn this off (laughs) i try to make dinner an experience to where you take you i'm making grandma in the chair and grandma can't wait to get up like that'd be my goal with dinner and then reception wise like i don't always rush to the turn up so i try to get everybody involved let some of the old timers get bring their ladies out to a seventies, you know, seventy eight track that they used to rock to, you know. And yeah. I, I try to just take everybody through a moment because at a wedding, everybody there to kind of be smiling and be happy. So it's, it's easy to grab that emotion when they are already there for that. So exactly. But when, yeah, that, when, that, when that alcohol kick in, that's when I think people just, you know, they just the DJ is just somebody playing the music. Like I can do that. Like. Most people think like I can go up there and do that, and you, you maybe you can, but it's more than just playing four minute songs over and over and over. <laughs> fair yeah, enough, man. fair enough, man. So this week, man, it's official, at least via Meg the Stallion, that Tory Lanez shot her in the foot. Did y'all see the pictures of her foot? I did. I did. Hell nah. <laughs> you know, you know the you know the army medic in me had to go look at that. I had to go check that out. Let me Google so, it real quick. Yeah, go ahead, Google it. Check out the picture. So, Killer, what yeah. did you think of the wound from your medical experience? Uh, a little bounce off the concrete, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't terrible. Um, it was a wound. She you a know, civilian, yeah. though. You're right. You're right. <laughs> um, me and my wife, man, we, you know me, I'll be always like, I'll get up early on Sunday to consume some of this stuff because I know I got pod homework. So 
I'm up watching some some uh, donkey of the day from uh, Charlemagne. He went on like an eight minute rant about Tory, and then we watched <laughs> about a 25 minute segment from Joe Button and them. So after all this watching and, and hearing what happened, man, we just we just find out because Tory Lane a bitch. That's the, that's all I got to say. Just the, just the. It, we ain't we ain't heard his side yet. Man, listen, there is no side. Come you on, Dizzle. <laughs> there is no side. I'm trying to be devil's advocate. At the same time, we haven't he hasn't said a word since this whole thing. We don't know the situation. Well, this, this is this is why Meg went on her live explaining everything that happened. He and his label or group or whatever are going to like all the blog sites or whatever saying it didn't happen saying he didn't shoot or whatever so basically that prompted her to jump on live to be like yo you lying yo, you making up stories this, that didn't happen like that we was in the car we got into it and it was meg her home girl who was also a stallion by the way definitely look at those people. uh <laughs> uh tory and his, his security. security and uh apparently they got into a little argument or whatever when they was headed back to Egan's crib. They got out the car. That nigga let off some shots and got her in the foot. And they said they had a helicopter overhead. Police pulled up. They was like, yo, you shot ma'am. And she was like, oh, I didn't know. Like, who shot you? I don't know. And basically, she didn't tell on him because she was scared because, you know, everything that's been going on with police and black folks for the last, I don't know, 500 years. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so, so she was scared, so she didn't uh, tell on him or whatever. So he ended up getting arrested because they found the gun in his car, but she would never admit that, like, yo, he shot me. Right. So now she's speaking her piece. Man, yeah, man. There, it's there a wow. There is wow. No he, he flat out. So this is my thing too. Like, Tory was out here being a whole star in 2020. Like, yeah. He, he was out here really getting his star up. I never have been a fan of Tory Lane from the jump, but I couldn't deny the fact that he was out here getting his star up. He was, he, he was, he was Chicks doing take the right. Five. Yeah, he, all he was, the shit he, on he line. Was he was moving, and then Megan Thee Stallion arguably be one of the hottest females out right now. You know, she carrying one of the torches right now, and like to be to be like what what is going on to where. Well, I've heard all these different things. Like it was a house party, it was Kylie Jenner's house. It was you in Hollywood Hills with Kylie Jenner, Meg Thee Stallion, and her thick and, ass friend. And yeah, and her <laughs> thick ass friend. And you gotta be strapped. You're stupid. Like, like you out, you out here strapped up. Like what's the like what's going on in hip hop? It's kind of where what I'm at. What's going it, on with that nigga? What possibly mental issue could this nigga have that you could be having such a great time with those women that makes you want to pull a gun, bruh? That nigga 5'3 and hopped out that sway in the morning chair like and got shorter. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what that nigga problem is. Oh, shit. <laughs> man, I, I, man, I, I want to hear what he got to say about it. I, I definitely am curious to see how his explanation of the events occurred. Because, you know, if he comes out with something, Meg is going to have to come up with a rebuttal to fact check them, you know? So we have he already, had, he already had trying to save face. And now now that she doesn't put a stamp on it, now it's like, you better pack your bags and get back to Canada. Yeah, you can real quiet. Yeah, be quiet. That's the way yeah. to be. Be 
Exactly. Don't talk about it, dude. Like, you only gonna make this worse on yourself, man. For real, for Quit real. Not too. even like, <laughs> not even legally. Like, you know, it's a Meg has a lot of people around her that she is responsible for financial wise, and some of the people ain't just regular everyday people. You know, so if you fucking with they breadwinner, they might be fucking with you. Exactly. He gonna have to say something eventually. He, can, he ain't just gonna be able to. This ain't just about to blow over. You know oh, no, they, they ain't going to blow They still bring up Chris Brown, shit. and he ain't shoot nobody. They still bring that up to this day. That was the one of the first things that they said on Button and Them Pile was like, uh, Roy was talking about how this was up there with the Chris Brown and Rihanna, and it was just like how Maul Ma was talking about like when a gun involved, that ain't that ain't possible. Like, nah. <laughs> it's a whole whole different level, but like but like I look at it, I, at Roy Roy being the white dude, I look at it just just like that's my, maybe how some of these people think. Like they put this category in the Chris Brown and Rihanna category and drag them right back into, you know, the shit to get it like that. Right. When you get I don't know. In, I I, I kind of feel where Roy coming from, man. Like what? I, yeah, man. I mean, yes, a gun means when you when you pull the trigger, as you know, what I'm saying, killer, you would know. <laughs> You're not, <laughs> you're not shooting to get somebody off. You shooting to kill. Like that's that's something for sure. So when you got a gun involved, like there's definitely death. But the way Breezy beat the beat the brakes off of Rihanna, like that shit was damn near death too. That nigga beat the brakes off of her. I don't know. Because Bud had Bud had to, had to throw a funny in there. Like usually when I'm mad at my bitch, I just drive real fast for ten seconds and she gets the idea. <laughs> 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 He was like, I didn't know this Corolla could go 140. <laughs> man. But, but like when you when you bring a gun into it, man, it's just like you say, like in the military, they too they don't teach you to shoot once. They teach you to shoot three times. So, you know, if you if you pull that trigger, it's two to the chest, one in the head. Is how Ooh. I was taught. So it ain't it ain't ever gonna be pal, you know. My story versus our story is always worse, is what I was always told. Mm. My story versus our story is always worse. It's going to be more news to come. He's going to have oh. to say something eventually. Oh, yeah, because he ain't killing. <laughs> so <laughs> now he's going to have to live his truth, and, and it's going to be some bitch shit. That's what it's going to be. Man. We'll see. Man. So, all right, man, we got new music to talk about. Anybody listen to the new Nas? Not Kings all the way team. through, but I have heard, <laughs> I have heard, I have heard some Uh-oh. hit boy... I've heard I heard some hit boy talking the barbershop yesterday and uh, it was being played in the barbershop so I got about four four or five tracks yesterday. I was Same. definitely I was definitely uh happy to hear and eager to check out, put it that way. Cause I've always been a fan. Nas always had the lyrical content to grab me, but the the beats always would make me like straight away because I was always a music head. I'm a music junkie in life. So a beat is just important to me is what you're talking about. So if he was always spitting something, but it was over like some tracks that just had me stretched out in 15 minutes sleepy versus being turned, then I just never really grabbed it. So I was eager to hear some of these beats and be like, okay, I can maybe run that back in the car on the way home. So that's going to be on the mission today is check out some of that nine. What's up, Dizzle? <clears throat> if I would say so, uh, I think I called this hip hip boy been in his bag lately. I don't know what happened, but when we had the conversation, what a year ago, year and a half, he wasn't really popping. He wasn't really active. but active no more. He wasn't. He wasn't active. He wasn't active. But this past year, twenty twenty, that boy been in his bag. 
Wasn't um, he on that show with uh, Cardi B and uh, T.I.? Wasn't he one of the producers? That Netflix that joint? They, yeah, I think he was one of the producers oh, that... I that, never watched that, I ain't see it, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a good one. We, we we checked that out. That was a good little show. But yeah, man, I think I got to about track seven. It sounds cool. I'm going to have to listen to it again and, and probably listen to it in the car. I don't think I heard anything on the album that was like, put it on my playlist ready, you know? And that's just off of the first listen. Again, I ain't listened to the whole thing all the way through. But you got people online calling it a, a 2020 classic. Nas is back. I don't know if I heard anything that would make me say that. Just keeping a, a buck. Now, for me, when I first listened to it, I uh, woke up on Friday, went for a walk. I was like, all right, let me check out this Nas. So when I hit y'all up, that was off my first listen. And I was blown away. I was blown away by the lyrics. I was blown away by the production. And I saw basically Hit Boy did the whole shit. So I had to give this list props. Mm-hmm. That visionary, that. <laughs> young visionary, <laughs> young Gramps. <laughs> yeah, man. So that was that was one. I was like, okay, because I heard Ultra Black a week ago, and I knew Hit Boy did that beat. So I was like, okay. And then I found out that he was releasing an album. I was like, all right, I'll check it out. Of course, I ain't got shit else to do. And the shit was banging. So what made me? I listened to it again when I was working out yesterday. Now, all, mind you, today I'm also taping Nas Illmatic, his first album. So hey. I still got to listen to Illmatic one more time before we tape the podcast because I've been listening to this so much. Because <laughs> it's only about 40 minutes. Yeah. So I've listened to it about, mm, I'm going to say, five, six times all Damn. the way. That <laughs> shit's banging, man. It's some bangers on there, man. He got, uh, what's the joint? Car 85 with... uh. Uncle Charlie Wilson, he got a joint with Big Sean, he got one with uh, ASAP Ferg, Spicy that's banging, uh, shit. I do give him props for for adjusting, because I didn't like the Kanye Nas album, Yeah, um, I was not and I was excited for that one. Kanye is one of my favorite artists, producers, just, just musicians, so I thought that was going to be better than what it was. Um, yeah, that's the, that's a great point because I told my brother this. My brother's not a Nas fan at all, but I was like, "Yo, this album right here, this is what we expected Nas and the Firm album to be like." So people that don't know, Nas and the Firm was Nas, Foxy Brown, AZ, and Cormega, and it was produced by Dr. Dre. That album was terrible. So you, you you bring a producer like Dr. Dre and Nas together, you expecting fireworks you're expecting yeah. greatness you didn't get that so then the next time he come around he do an album with yay like all right man yay producing the whole album it's gonna be fire it's gotta be because everybody knows Nas can rap but his beats just be boring as killer said and it was whack but this <laughs> this is what we wanted from Nas we got great production uh I, I really like it man I, I'm gonna go out on a limb and something I really don't like to do but I'm going to call this his best album since I was in high school, dog, since it was written. This is better than uh, it's better than the both uh, joints he did with the Marley brother. Uh, it's better than... Um, you, was in, you was in high school, you can still find a payphone out in these streets. <laughs> that's, that's a long time ago, sir. That's a long time ago. <laughs> I was about to say, you said it was written? That was his was last written. good album? That was his last great album, for sure. 
but God, uh, ninety six. Yes, son. <laughs> it's better than I am. It's damn for sure better than Nostradamus. Yeah. Is uh maybe Stillmatic. Stillmatic. I really like Stillmatic. Stillmatic came out probably like what oh one. Stillmatic bangs to this day. But this, I really like this album. I like. Obviously, I love everything he's talking about. With uh, you know, what I'm saying respect. This is kings and all that good god body shit. So yeah. I'm yeah. Boy. <laughs> Yeah, boy, man. He didn't, he, and he didn't overdo it. You know, he he let he let Nas do his thing. He was able to bring back the old feel and, and still keep it uh, up to date. The features on there were were perfect. I think I got to the Anderson Pack joint. The Anderson yeah. Pack joint I fucked with. Um, but I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna listen today. I ain't got this shit else to do today. I'm gonna go ahead and bump that while I'm playing video games, probably. That's oh, what yeah. Uh, my favorite joint on there <laughs> is uh Ten Points. It speaks to me like no other. Uh, basically, it talks about, you know what I'm saying, stop spending your money stupidly. Like, you know, you don't need a gold chain. You don't need more tennis shoes. Invest in yourself. Maybe not making investments in the stock market, but invest in yourself. So, like, shit like that. And I listened to that song and bought me a pair of shoes. That's all I was about to say. Nigga <laughs> was talking blue, to you. Did, did he buy yeah, he was. Twelves? He was talking to me, and I bought a pair of Iversons yesterday, too. Uh, so. I might have bought those blue 12s. Uh, so they were talking about in the barbershop. I, ain't, I don't like them. I ain't like the French 12s. Those look like uh, the French 12s, but like a knockoff version. So I went and got me some Iversons. <laughs> now, that, that's one yeah. thing I noticed, though. I I knew from Kev, your text, and just the conversation, I knew Hip Boy was a part of this before I heard H-Track. So that part was exciting to be like, okay, he went and got somebody that I know I'm a fan of. Let's see how this goes. But I, then I thought back to some of these compilations back in in my childhood where some of these, you know, come together albums didn't didn't come together. So then I'm like, yeah. man, let's, let's hope. So I'm in the barbershop not knowing what I'm listening to. I know I'm listening to the album, but I don't know what's tracks. Like, I don't know titles. I'm just sitting there. And everything I'm hearing was like, it still had a Nas funkiness to it. But it was funkier. Like I would find myself giving a little nasty face here. And there. <laughs> like, okay, I can jig with this. So I'm eager just to dig into it and really. Cause that's the thing about Nas for me that always put me astray is that I was uh, like, if someone else was a fan of Nas, I I could consume it and tolerate it. But I wasn't gonna run home and consume it myself. That's how I've always been. Like I can tolerate it. It's cool. He can flow. I can. You can't deny that. But. To be so excited about some of these projects from the past, I would be looking at people like this. This get you charged <laughs> on the work. So is, is Jay Z is Jay Z trying to outshine him though? Because he dropped a single on the same day Nas dropped the album. Like, is that a coincidence? That's or a is Jay Z still feeling some type of way? That's a forever beef. Forever, ever, <laughs> ever, ever. Uh, what is it called? Entrepreneur, Simba Pharrell. Yeah. Uh, Jay Z snapped. I will say I fuck with Jay Z verse, but the song in totality, I couldn't get with it. Man. Have you seen the video? I haven't, but I saw a little clip. It seemed like the video so, looked like it's gonna be dope. You would you would like the song if you consumed the video? I consumed it watching the video is how I first heard it, and I'm a fan of the track. I fuck From with it. it. I fuck. With yeah, the video I'll, is hard. I'll say this: I don't think there that song is maybe one song. That is better than on the Nas. I think the Nas is crushing that song. Like if you you pay, take any song off the Nas, I've listened to that before. I would listen to that. It's still cool. Yeah. Uh, it's still a cool track. Of course, it's Jay Z and Pharrell. I mean, and I obviously I love what they're talking about on there. That's my whole wave that I've been on since we've been in quarantine. 
You know what I'm saying? Doing a, doing, a little, doing a little bit of reading up in this motherfucker. <laughs> I'm going to check it out. Yeah, man. NBA bubble talk. NBA playoff talk. Yeah. Portland. We up against it, boys. We up against it, man. Bron took know. over last night. Bron went bananas. Mm-hmm. Classic, that, that's, that, that's classic game three shit from Brown. We got we to get to five, six, and seven. I think it's going to go six. My I, prediction I, was I seven, seven. six. Seven. Oh, them niggas ain't making seven, Jack. Them, they, they can't <laughs> stop them. They can't stop them, man. Like, when, when AD is on, the rap. Because basically, it was when LeBron is scoring, they're at a stalemate. And that's what happened. Like, but then when KD, not KD, when AD started going off, it was nothing they could do. There's nothing you could do with him, man. That should yeah. be killing me, though. I was watching the game last night. Anthony Davis went one for three in the first half. One for three. He only had, like, what, 10 points. All yeah. majority free throws. And I'm thinking, you were uh, the, arguably one of the most dominant players in the league, and you only shooting three times in a half yeah. in a playoff game? Like, they need you but at LeBron, least 10, LeBron 12 scored, shots. But LeBron scored 20 in the first half. That's not how Lakers is about to win, bro. We need Back, a we need correct. AD as the number one. LeBron averaging ten assists, and he can just put twenty two up there. If he can get twenty two in, in in that range, twenty two to twenty six, but got assists, and Anthony Davis got thirty. Yeah, y'all not beating the Lakers. Yeah, if if, if LeBron do his due diligence and get his triple double the right way, the Lakers will be unstoppable. But uh, when they when they just play the man that's hot. And then they try to get to thirty five. That ain't gonna like a, a team. A team gonna outplay you. You know, the the especially you and you in the first round right now. That's one thing I I have enjoyed about the playoffs is that it ain't no more. We got game three, uh, you know, in the or, or game two in the Staples. We gotta we gotta, right. we gotta get one before we get back on this plane. I like and fly the ball. all night. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm liking the fact that it's just ball. We just out here hoping. Yeah. Because that's the thing, like I would be charged to go play in Madison Square Garden. Period. I would be charged to go play at the Staples Center. Me, you, and Kev. Like I'll be charged. So like I can only imagine NBA's what it feel like to be in a playoff atmosphere with all these celebs in your face and fans screaming at you, and you about to go hoop. So, but not, but to not have that, like that's what I'm enjoying seeing. Because you're gonna get Orlando giving Milwaukee the business. You're gonna get, yeah. You know, you, you're gonna have some games and some and some series that that will be much more entertaining. Get Danny Green the fuck out of there, bro. Uh, yeah, and that fucking haircut. Danny the Green best, can hit the bench. The best meme of the week is that every time I see Jr. on the sideline, all I smell is Hennessy and losses. Jr. Mm. Jr. Smith ain't the answer, man. Get him out of there. They they Man. need to have a they they need to have a better rotation because I, I think Kuzma could be an outstanding player coming off the bench for them but it's always mixed in with the garbage like it's it ain't never like to me it's not structured like it's just like a we got a whole bunch of just names that you know and we just yeah we just draw from a hat and throw five of them out there it's too many it's too many folks and then Rondo coming back I don't even yeah, know how Rondo <laughs> playing. Man, like you know, got a, hold on, just sit Morris tight. Twins. Nigga, <laughs> my fucking wifey said, "Yo, why Rondo look like Sammy Davis Jr.?" <laughs> nigga, I was fucking weak for like at least the whole second quarter. Nigga, I was in this bitch dying. You know, like the little dreads, he got the Professor Ogilvy's. He got <laughs> the little joints. The the low boys. <laughs> you might well, want to just I, throw some praise into that shit. 
I just wanted to ask y'all. So we got what? Toronto, Brooklyn. That's about to be over with a 3-0, right? Wait. Then we got Boston, Philly. That's 3-0. Sweet. Boston, right? I, I, I see you smirking, kid. Your team's still alive. Your team's still alive. Uh, then we got Clippers, Dallas. That's what? 2-1? 2-1 Clips. Game Fucking Luca's hurt. Luca's hurt. So I, I, my prediction was the Mavs was going to upset the Clippers. The first game, the fucking Mavs had it, bro. They threw out KP on some bullshit. If they didn't throw uh, Porzingis out of the game, that, that game's totally different. We don't know how that could have ended. Yeah, uh, Mavs got game two. Game three, Luka got hurt. So I don't know, man. I'm still, I still got some hope. I'm ready to get the Clippers out of there now because I'm not trying to talk to them or see them <laughs> niggas later. Paul, Paul George is playing like shit. And, uh, cool, and they still Play off P. Playoff P. Did y'all hear what Chuck said? He's like, why they call him Playoff P? He don't never win. They don't call me Championship Chuck. <laughs> That's facts. They said they calling him Pandemic P now. That's what their name is. Man, he, he lining up the excuse, man. He lining up the excuse. He showed up after, what, game two? After he played like shit with his shoulder all iced up in the press conference like, nigga, that shit is whack to me. And it's I called it whack when LeBron did it. When they lost to the uh, Warriors, after it was all said and done, he showed up to the press tight. conference wrapped up. Because you're building an excuse, man. Like, don't build an excuse, man. You play bad, man. Just accept it. Hey, how are you? Say hi. Say sorry for crashing the podcast. <laughs> I got to watch my language now. Hold on. <laughs> nah, I got, I got AirPods in. It's all good. It's all got good. you. Oh, Oh, fuck. She, she, she just she just got the visual. She just got the visual. <laughs> but yeah, I'm ready to get the Clippers out, then, out of there, bro. I don't like I don't like Paul George. I'm I'm loving seeing this nigga ice cold, and um, I just need KP to stay in the game. I need Luca healthy, Seth Curry oh, been balling. Did you see the clip of Montrez Harold? Bitch ass. <laughs> I did. Bitch ass white boy. Yo, all yeah. right. Real talk, real talk. Should he be fined, suspended for saying something like that? I give him a fine. Only way I give him a fine. Now this is not going to be politically correct, but I'm going to say only because he got caught. He was square on the camera with the bitch ass white boy after six minutes of basketball where they was chippy, and I thought yeah. a fight was going to happen any second. I thought somebody was going to get smacked or choked any second. So, like it was in the midst of all that, and then. So that was already going to be a thing of, you know, tempers flare in the first half, you know, all that jazz. Let so, him be mic'd up and say that shit. He ain't saying that mic'd up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, That's man, look, man. I, all I, Yeah, he's definitely should be fine. Borderline suspension, man. Like, because you imagine if, I don't know, shit, David Lee... Not or a uh, Kevin Love, not Gordon a Hayward, <laughs> not, a, not a European uh white player because you know what I'm saying a lot of the European white players they come from crazy war torn countries, but like a regular white boy from the United States said that said take that black boy like yeah. yo that motherfucker be run out the league man <laughs> yeah yeah they, they can't let that <laughs> <laughs> with the phrase on there. Next game, they're going to come out with a statement, a whole PSA. Yeah, dog. I am not your black boy t-shirt. <laughs> right? Yeah. I am not a boy, Damon. Are, are y'all on the back of the jerseys, man? 
Are y'all feeling it's cool. I, I am I am a man in education reform and whatever that. else. I'm over that. I'm over that. Like that, uh the kneeling before every game, I'm glad you spin and TNT stopped showing it because it's about action. Words are yeah. one thing, statements are another thing, but it's all about action. And, and best believe the NBA players are definitely doing their, their action and the league as a whole and the yeah. WNBA matter they're doing action but you know it's only gonna go so far with words it's all about action so yeah i i could care less about it I mean, like the impact like at first made a big thing but it's all about action and that goes for any company that made a statement that says oh we support black lives matter well how are you supporting yeah. black lives matter with this statement or with your pocket or going out to these marches making it be known that you won't tolerate that type of stuff at your establishment. So it's all about action for me. Yeah. And we can't forget Denver and Utah today as well. Ooh. <laughs> Anybody watching that? My, <laughs> hey, my, my, my colleague out here living his best life for his, for his young seed. He out here seven for seven in the first half or something. He had a good he had a good game. I've, I've been watching that series. That, that was good. We can simulate that, you know, just skip. I'm, speaking I'm, of, speaking I'm, of, I'm glad you said that, Dizzle. Speaking of simulation, <laughs> bro, I tuned into this here live the other day, and I swear you was in rookie mode with Tyree Hill running uh, oh. half, <laughs> half back, half oh, back He half got busted. Nah, I'm playing, I'm playing online. Be, you had to be in rookie mode. You saw it. You saw it. What seven touchdowns? Like six touchdowns on the same. I just play, kept. Bro. I I just kept coming back to the same statement. If I score, y'all y'all gotta share this post. <laughs> and next thing I know, it's a seventy yard run. That's what I kept coming back to. And it's not on rookie mode. I just get in my bag. <laughs> I find my play. I've been. I lost a couple of times lately, but um, yeah. Make sure you follow the stream, man. Grandpa Dizzle. I'm out here. Yeah, I've, I've been checking you out. I've been checking you out. I'm. I was lit. All right, obviously today would have been Kobe Bryant's 42nd birthday, R.I.P. to yes, Kobe, sir. and everybody lost in that tragedy. Give me your favorite Kobe Bryant memory. Hmm. Kobe Bryant memory. When my nigga showed up on Moesha. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Fun fact, I've never watched Moesha. Even though Moesha was on when I was in high school, I never watched Moesha. We've been watching Moesha on Netflix like it's brand new TV, dog. We like <laughs> season three right now. She getting real. Yeah, he been on. He been on a few shows actually, but uh, I would say Moesha. I would say his music video. That shit is for forever a classic. <laughs> uh, I love the sword. <laughs> nah, man, he got a, he got a few moments. Those those are definitely non basketball favorites. Okay, what's so, up? So for me, I was always I was never a huge Kobe fan. I'll be the first to admit it. But I thought it was some of the dopest shit ever for your last game to be challenged to score fifty and you drop sixty. That shit was like the dopest shit. ever. They was letting them score. I don't care. You put it in the basket <laughs> sixty times. That's facts. That's facts. I never hit sixty. I ain't never, <laughs> I ain't never, I ain't never hit forty. Yard. Yeah. I ain't never hit 60 in the backyard. I'm, nerf, I'm, I'm the nerf hoop on the door. I ain't never hit 60. So, so I just, that, that for me was dope. And then my, um, I have a homeboy from high school who, um, who has uh, got to do some commercials and things and work with Kobe. And um, I was in the room when his, when his sister was getting a FaceTime call. He in L.A. doing a commercial work with Kobe. 
they big Laker fans, and he, he was sharing a moment with his sister on some hey, say hi to Kobe shit. So Kobe was was just seemed to be seemed to be a cool dude. I just he always was giving my team buckets, so I was never a fan. So. <laughs> All right, uh, I concur. I was never a Kobe Bryant fan. He was giving my team too many buckets, winning championships. I I couldn't stand him as a basketball player, but I knew he was great. Uh, yeah. I got two. I got two. When Kobe rocked that fit for his little <laughs> model and shit. That's, that's a What's that, Yeezy? That's the Yeezy I, release? I don't know what the fuck it is. This nigga had on some... That was the Virgin Mary <laughs> 20s. Yeah, oh, no. This is the one. This is the one. When he wore the white lid, man. Hell nah. <laughs> so that's, that's a Kobe that's photo moment. That's, no, that's real life. That's real life. That's real Kobe. That's that's Bean right there, baby. And that's I think Bean. It's, it's Kobe Day tomorrow, right? Eight twenty-four. Yeah, 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 Kobe Day tomorrow. Uh, but on, on the basketball court, uh, it's got to be the eighty-one. Uh, and he had this dunk against the New York Knicks. It was post Shaq lead, and it was, uh, I want to say, one of those scoring barrages he went on uh, where he was, like, scoring, like, 40 points a game for, like, a month straight. He always ba- does, like, a windmill baseline dunk against the Knicks. And uh, after the game, he was talking to Spike. He was like, MJ double nickel in the garden. That's your fault. Reggie Miller with the steal and the three. That's your fault. That windmill dunk I just did. That's your fault. (laughs) Even though I I despise, I've never been a Lakers fan anyway. So that's one. And then him being basically the best player in the game and beating the teams that I rooted for, I just didn't like them. But I always respected the game. And those are some of my Kobe Bryant memories, man. Shouts out to Bean. But, uh, we got a big versus coming up. I know a big versus for me and Killer. I don't know about yeah. you, this one. I was about to say, this one might be light, boy. Dude, you fuck fuck it. Nigga, this shit, this shit about to be light. This shit about to be light. <laughs> if if Erica Badu and Jill Scott was boring, if that's what y'all said was boring, I y'all really... Said that shit was a vibe. It wasn't a battle. Man, a who said it was? One of y'all said it was boring, and you didn't even watch it. It's killer. Look at the smile. <laughs> <laughs> you said that shit was boring. Well, I struggled with some of the some of the deep cuts. I, I knew the radio. <laughs> and you, bro, so awesome. be ready for some brandy deep cuts. But no, crazy. So, so this is different for me because Brandy okay. and Monica was a part of my like. I am. I am. I had the, the all the girls that we was digging in '94 was listening to Brandy and Monica. You know what I'm saying? So like, right. so as, as much as we had to consume some of this WAP and other stuff in 2020, like I I was over there just one of them days. I was bobbing out to that shit too. So so 20 like, songs each for sure. Easy. They got it. Easy, easy one. Easy. One. <sighs> Y'all, let me know how it goes. I just oh, I'm excited <laughs> because. <laughs> Man, I watched the ho- I watched the highlights. Ain't no way I'm watching two, three hours of that, bro. They've been oh, wanting this the battle. They've been wanting this battle forever. They've right, been putting like, the two together since they came out. Facts. This is something that's been brewing since the '90s. Like, so another one of my guys, he's a little bit older than me, but and he's much like you, Dizzle. He says like, "Oh, ain't nobody gonna be watching this shit." I'm like, "You wrong." Every dude in between the age of 35 and about 43 is tuned in to watch this because they either had a crush on Monica or Brandy. 
I was a Monica dude. So that's <laughs> for all the w- girls that grew up listening to Brandy and Monica are going to be tuned in. And I was like, you're forgetting a major, major, major demographic. The gay dude is tuned in for this. Big time. Big time. Big time. As much, as, as, much as I think, as much as I think Brandy is a much better singer, I had a I have had a, a slight uh, moment in time with Monica, so uh, that that is a, that is my pick because I had a. You have yours, and I got one too. Go ahead, so, brother. So mine, I sort of mine because mine kind of long. So mine go involves me, Smoke, my dude Boo, and Doc City. We in L.A. having one of our weeks with Tom for his birthday. We had Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles, having our thirty-minute wait for our table. We get our seat. We look at the menu. The, the next booth beside us is Monica and her girl. They come and sit down right after us. So I'm on the side as Monica. I look over like, oh, shit, that's full-blown Monica. So, <laughs> so, so my dude, uh, Boo, he right in front of me. He look over at the girl that she with, and they both look at each other. And the girl go, you went to Ohio State. So me smoking Doc like, we in there, baby. She know we in there. So we over there getting hyped. We getting, <laughs> getting hyped. She like, yeah, you used to date my uh, roommate. And he like, who your roommate? And it was a name like Jennifer or Brittany, some common name. He like, I dated like four of them in college. So <laughs> it, just, it, it created a laugh and we had to figure out who it was, but they knew each other. So while they was talking, me and Monica, I'm hitting her with the, I'm DJing the party for Tony Rock tonight. Yeah, you should come through, da 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 thinking nothing of it. So we share a little laugh and a small meal together on our two different sides of the booth. And uh, sure enough, though, her and her homegirl came to the party that I was DJing. So they come in there. Damn, okay, then. They come in there with the, what's up, Cam? Like, like they remember my name and shit. And people that was, like, a part of Tony's camp that didn't, you know, they're looking at me like, how the fuck are you? <laughs> it's me, baby. Killer. I'm, killer, huh? I'm out here living my Hollywood life. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my moment in time with Monica. That's a... Uh, she was super, super nice, man. It was like small talk with with your homegirl from the, you know, from school, or just, you know, it, it was just fun to talk with her. I think she was going. Tell through about it, so. when you dropped the track and she went crazy, son. Tell him. You know, I didn't want to. You know, I I, I kind of left that. You know, I, I was playing the music and she kind of turned up with your boy for a second. And you, you know. danced with Monica, son. I did. She, she she came back to the so like when she came back to that party, it was it was you know a party happening. But she came in ready to have a good time. So she was on her kickback, and I'm playing tracks. And I scoot over. I'm going to dance with her one time. Shit, I'm drunk, too. So I went ahead and hopped on, got a dance real quick. She ain't do the look back, see who it was, and walk away. <laughs> I, I, I went ahead like, I'll never get to put my print on her again. I'm going to put my print on her again. <laughs> see, see what happened. That's the moment of truth when they look see. back, but... <laughs> Yeah, that one second take forever. Like, damn, exactly. what's she, what she gonna do? What's she gonna do? Okay, right. she ain't walk away. Good job. Yeah, she, 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 she saw me shimmying over to her, so she knew I, she knew I was coming. But I didn't think she sent me to dance with her. I was like, shit, this is my chance. I ain't Weak. gonna have this moment in Dayton, Ohio tomorrow. So, <laughs> well, like Party I said, tonight. man, I had a big crush on Monica back in the day, and she was performing at the Cincinnati Music Festival. And we had the backstage passes to take the listeners for a meet and greet. So, do all the listeners have a meet and greet with her? So, you know what I'm saying? I get to meet Monica and get a picture and everything like that. But I am with the wife. 
So I don't mm. want to. I don't want to be out there. She's <laughs> in the picture, so I'm trying to do a half smile, half like chilling. I'm cool and not fan out, and the picture comes out like trash. But it's a picture. <laughs> where's the picture? Where's the picture? Where's the picture? I think I deleted it off my IG already. So I, so I'm like, fuck it. I'm posting it anyways. Fucking Monica. And shouts out to DJ OPZ. He hit me up. <laughs> like, nigga, you got a picture with Monica. Nigga, smile. So I, <laughs> I tell him, I was like, man, I, I, I was inside trying not to fan out, dog. Like, I don't fan out. But it was nigga, Monica. cheesing. Yeah, I was about to be cheesing. I was cheesing on the inside, just not on the outside. I'm weak. Yeah. Yeah, man. You got to post that I, pic, man. Go ahead, post it. You know I, you still got to hit tuck in I, the tuck. I'll oh, post you know, it. Right oh, no. right. <laughs> <laughs> you know right my where favorite sign. <laughs> <laughs> so, tell who you got this battle, man. Man. So, one thing that I'm, I'm excited to learn, too, because I know they're going to have to dig into the bag of songs that they have written for people. And I know that both of them have dabbled in that world a little bit. Um, I I personally think Brandy is a better singer, but I think Monica is gonna have a better vibe. So yeah. I think um I want Monica to win, but I wouldn't be shocked if if a couple gems that Brandy wrote outweigh some of these uh trap mm. Monica tracks that I like. Brandy Can't. Brandy pinned some joints for Whitney Houston. Exactly. So, Can Brandy play the Cinderella music? Hey, she wants this W. Right. <laughs> you want to get a win, put Booby in. Like, I, I think, I, think I'm, I agree with you. I think Brandy is a better singer, but Monica got more jams. Like, yeah. it, it's, it's a point to having a jam. Like, you can have a good song, but do it rock. Do it rock the party. Do it put you in that vibe. Do it get you there. And I think Monica got more of them because, you know what I'm saying, she did so many songs with Dallas Austin, Jermaine Dupree, mm-hmm. like those dudes are about jams. You know, a lot of Brandy songs was with Dark Child, and those are more like ballad type of stuff. So, right. hey, you gonna throw a ballad up against a party jam? But if they both get to sing it live, I'm there for all that. Oh yeah, I'm in the building. Dizzle, what's up? What's up, hater? I might go get some wine for that night. Take take the uh, tequila down a notch and go get some wine. Monday night is my down. Next so Monday. 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 I believe so it's next tomorrow Monday. or no, next, next following. Week. Okay. I got uh, Lakers and seven, man. <laughs> <laughs> Lakers and seven. Yeah, the thirty first next Monday. It's going down. Can't wait. Locked in. It's gonna be epic. Gonna be epic. Shit. Y'all over here playing around. Just keep it a buck. That is a buck. Oh my god! So what's a uh, what's another R and B female from your era? Uh, Summer Walker and who? Oh, uh, she just came out. I don't know. If I, 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 I was just throwing out a name, like you know what she, I'm saying. I would, you know, Alicia. I would say Alicia Keys. It, it would be deserving. She she did one with who? John Legend. I mean, that shit. It was boring, but that's, but... Different. that's different. Alicia Keys was a grown ass woman when you was a kid. Like these women okay. are me and Killer's age. So let me, you know, I gotta think about this. For lack of a better word, we grew up with them. You know what I'm saying? So like that's why you know what I'm saying we got like a major attachment to it. And like he said, any girl that you was messing with in high school or whatever, 
You went to their house, they was playing one of these records nonstop, yeah. over and over. And, and then eventually, you find yourself like, this ain't that bad. <laughs> I don't even know if it's some new generation R&B singers that I could see myself still being fans of 10, 20 years down the line. Like Summer Walker, she had a hot album, but me talking about listening to a versus of hers 20 years later don't don't seem realistic to me. You the main one talking about you want to see a a Soldier Boy versus. Hell Yeah. So, 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 he's a 20. so he's got 20. So, okay, okay. He got 20. So, he got 20. So, like, all right, just like you want to see a soldier boy, <laughs> just like you want to see a soldier boy in Bow Wow battle, that's the same for us. Like, you grew up with them. Those dudes is about your age. So, it got the nostalgic feel to okay. it. I see what to, you're saying now. And to now. you personally, okay. they got jumps. Um, let me help you Bow Wow got jumps. Soldier Boy ain't got twenty, by the way. Soldier Boy got twenty. Nah, Bow Wow yeah. got Bow Wow got about thirty. Soldier Boy's a producer as well. He ain't got twenty. Do we? What? What? That, give me, two. me man. Give me two. Two songs. Two songs he produced. That that's not his own. Hold on, I gotta get my Googles out. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. He did some shit, man. He did that. Uh, let me see your hip swing. You know that shit. Hey. Never heard. What is that? Damn. What's that? <laughs> Hip swing. I've never get heard silly. That. Come on. Oh, get silly. Uh, get yeah. silly. That, that, that's, that's a joint. That's, that's, that's a joint. He that can get into his that, extra credit bag. That was, yeah. That was his shit. That was his uh, shit. What? Exactly. He stole my whole okay. flow. <laughs> bar for bar, <laughs> word for word. <laughs> Come on, man. Don't speak on Big Draco like that, bro. <laughs> hey, if you say you got to... Hey. So let me say this. Let me say this hey, I'm quick. not a Bow Wow dude. I'm not a Bow Wow dude. But Bow Wow smoked that nigga. Bow Wow. Bow Wow 18 to 2. Soldier Boy's feel? hits may be just as big, if not bigger. Donk. Hell. How you feel about this Soldier Boy vibe? Me and Kev was back in the 90s leaving voicemails, contemplating that we're going to throw this Monica on the back end. <laughs> or we just, or, or, you know, Let them know how you set, feel, playboy. Let them know how you feel. We set up our voicemail. Yeah, you reached Kev. I'm sorry I'm not available right now. <laughs> you your name and number. I'll get back to you as soon as possible. With the boy is mine playing in the background. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know, stupid. This is slight. Y'all let me know how it go. Lakers in seven. Epic. It's going to be epic. Now, if, if, Bow wow, if Bow Wow do a versus, I will watch that simply because it's podcast worthy. It's podcast worthy. And you know that shit going to be entertaining, bro. Soldier Boy and Bow Wow, that would be entertaining. That will be memes here and there. Like, niggas is going to be tuned in for that. Them, them two new generation legends right there. Hmm. Bow Wow legend. I'll give you that. This is a, bro, I'll give you, you that. You trying to this, start a whole this, new podcast. We, we can go <laughs> in on this, bro. We can go I, in I, on this. I don't understand how you think Soldier Boy is a legend, man. I truly don't. I'm going to put the poll up. I'm going to put the poll up on Instagram. We're going to let the people speak. And don't go on yeah. different accounts and vote four times. <laughs> and I know how you be trying to do the numbers. <laughs> Look, dude, you He'll talking vote on all the accounts. Like, no, nigga, you get one vote. <laughs> one one account, one he vote, had, man. You know what I'm saying? 
Soldier Boy had Soldier Boy had three more hot summers than Salento. <laughs> Y'all speaking crazy right now. <laughs> we gonna let the we gonna let the people speak. We gonna let the people decide. <laughs> yeah, three more. Everybody summer. that follow you on Instagram is your friend and in your age bracket. Facebook. They used to get. They used to I get put it on Facebook too. <laughs> still so what's the what's the question? So we got to What's the question? Is Soulja Boy a legend? Plain and simple. Plain and simple. I like the directness. Now, okay, I will say this. He blew up right when social media blew up. So he going to get that legend stamp because of that. He changed the game. He he caught the first wave. He caught the first wave from a youngster that rolled. He made the the wave. wave. He He made the the wave. wave. Y'all playing there. Any, anybody was gonna catch it. If he just caught it. It was Y'all gonna wildin'. be so Dizzle. So let me break down like this. He, you say he created the wave or he was a part of the wave, right? With social media. He okay. made that wave. Okay, so you got an older brother, right? Three. Three, three older brothers. So say your oldest brother gave you now laters for the very first time. He created Nihilators. It just so happened that he was born before you. He can't say, like, oh, man, I, I, I invented Nihilators. I got the Nihilators. No, he one, just was the guy at that time. He was the guy at the time. No, It's no disrespect for him. He got, he, I say he got five hits. Five hits. We're going to let the people speak, man. Uh, you can't Y'all playing five songs. Y'all playing soldier right now, man. Y'all I'm not playing a bow, soldier. I'm not a bow wow dude, but he's a legend. <clears throat> like, they both, they both legends. So, soldier boy is all right. We we gonna let the people speak, man. We gonna let the people speak because you talking crazy right now. This is a whole another episode. We can do this, man. We gonna be running. Up, we gonna be running up two hours talking about this because I got a bag. I got a soldier boy bag. We can get into. That sounds like a topic for next week. Back we gonna, up. We're gonna we're gonna have to face the. <laughs> Face it. We don't have to face it. No, I have to get it. into it, man. There it is, man. Another <laughs> soldier boy talk when you can't make this up podcast. Kev, man. DJ Killer Kev. Young Rona. <laughs> <laughs> we out till next week. Peace.